everyone. Welcome to the Rotor Grinders Morning Grind Podcast. I'm your host, Stevie TPFL. It's Friday. It's August 14th. It's 2020, and we have 13 baseball games to talk about here on today's slate. A lot to get to, a lot to break down. I'm joined by my buddy, Christy Metzger. Um, you guys know her in the fantasy world as Creighton. I see you up there in some FanDuel tournaments tonight. How are you doing? Yeah, doing good. Yeah, great to be back with you, Stevie. I know we got a big uh, slate to, to digest for tomorrow. Listen, I am, I'm ready. Like I am, I'm, I'm, I'm my fingers crossed. I am like very thankful to the baseball gods right now. Cause I'm making money with Desclafani right now, even with his <laughs> negative 18. So um, awesome. <laughs> currently sitting at like 160 DraftKings point with, with Desclafani. So like I would have been better off just playing a guy that wasn't even playing tonight, but it happens. <laughs> uh, we move on and a lot to talk about 13 games. We're going to, we're going to jump right in here. Um, but before we do that, underdog fantasy sports from the minds behind the draft app, NFL best ball is a fun set it and forget it format. They have an app for iOS and Android. Best ball leagues from $3 to $100, including their signature Best Ball Mania tournament. $25 entry, $1 million prize pool with $200,000 to the winner. They also have a $5 version of this tournament. Um, it's not as big of a tournament, but they added it over there. It's called the Bubble, which made me laugh. Be on the lookout for live draft shows on Rotor Grinders. We had one today with Aaron Crane and myself. And check them out at underdog, underdogfantasy.com or download the app today and start your NFL drafting. Uh, we get started here on the baseball side of things on this massive slate with the Yankees and the Red Sox, Ryan Brazer against Garrett Cole. Um, any interest here in Brazer? No, I do not. Um, no interest there. Um, definitely interested in maybe stacking against him. And likely, like, it's it's likely going to be Brazer opening and Colton Brewer coming in again. Um, I know yeah. Brewer just pitched like 10 days ago, but uh, that's right. that's kind of the report. So um, no interest in either one of those guys. Let's just be honest. Exactly. Um, Garrett Cole, like the Red Sox are a team that's super beatable this year. We have, we have aces, we have cores, we have gas cans. We have, a, it's a, it's a full on Friday slate. Um, yep. what are your thoughts here on Garrett Cole? You know, I like him as a pitcher. I think, you know, when looking at the price on DraftKings and FanDuel, he's expensive. And I actually have some pitchers that I like in the mid tier that we'll get to as we go along that. I will have a little bit more interest in to get some of the stacks. And we have a core stack on the slate too. So, you know, to get some of those high priced bats and there's maybe a few others I'm interested, but you know, I certainly think that, uh, you know, I think he's a good play for sure. Yeah, he's definitely, you know, obviously we got DeGrom, we got Cole. Um, I guess we could put Kershaw in that mix, uh, but like, realistically there's a there's a bunch of options that we're potentially looking at on this slate mm-hmm. um you know Flaherty uh, assuming the Cardinals play like he's another option at like 9500 so like there's a ton yeah. of options on this slate so um any interest in the Red Sox bats at all no I don't have any any interest at all I you know they're not uh putting up the numbers that they did um or that they have in the past and you know I would rather play Cole than I would um play any of the Red Sox bats yeah, I'm with you on that. Like, I, I still respect Garrett Cole a ton. Uh, the Red Sox mm-hmm. are hitting the ball a little bit better. Um, mm-hmm. You know, Cole's strikeout rate's down a little bit this season, but not enough to get worried or alarmed yet. Um, right. On the Yankee side of things, like, you know, Brazier's not good. Um, so, like, there's that. Um, any interest? Uh, and, like, even, like, Colton Brewer pitched decent against Tampa, um, but, like, he's not going to go deep either, and the Red Sox bullpen stinks. Like, what are your thoughts here yeah. on the Yankees? You know, I do like the Yankees and, you know, especially even if you look on FanDuel, they're priced way down. I mean, you can get Glaber Torres for like $2,700 and Hicks and Voight are all just very reasonably priced. Um, I'm assuming Judge will play tomorrow. I guess I don't know for sure, but, you know, at any rate, you can get those in at a very reasonable price. And I certainly, certainly like the stack. So I just got confirmed um, the Friday St. Louis game is a, in fact, uh, postpone and move to Saturday doubleheader. So, um, oh, okay, good. we don't we don't even have to worry about that. Like the RG lineup guys are on it. So, awesome. Um, Judge is dealing with a little bit of a lower back issue. Um, mm-hmm. He got an extra day off because they didn't play on Thursday and he didn't play Wednesday. So, like, I think he'll be okay uh, if he's in the lineup. Nine home runs already on the season. Like, he's just oh. absolutely crushing the baseball. So, uh, Gary Sanchez is starting to hit balls harder um, when he hits them. So. 
yeah, he's always interesting as a high end catcher play, but Yankee stack uh, definitely in play here. Uh, moving on, we got the Mets and the Phillies. Jacob Degrom, Spencer Howard, um, Jacob the Goat, dealing with a little bit of a finger blister, but they are not concerned whatsoever. They said it's not going to affect him. He said it's not going to affect him. Uh, what's your thoughts here on Degrom? Yeah, I always have interest in Degrom anytime he's on the slate. You know, uh, you know, he's one of the top pitchers for sure. So yeah, I think he's he's definitely in consideration if you're if you're paying on the high end. But um, you know, like I said, there's a lot of pitchers on the slate to get through. Um, but he's definitely worth some consideration. Yeah, like I think he's definitely in in the consideration as like a top arm on this slate. Um, mm-hmm. You know, Spencer Howard on the other side of this game, like this kid is the number one prospect in the Phillies organization. He is good. It's just I don't think he's ready. I said this last time. Um, good changeup, good curveball, good fastball. But, like, he pitched in double-A last season. Like, that's a huge jump. Great numbers in double-A last season. Great numbers in single-A last season. But, you know, first start against Atlanta, four and two-thirds, seven hits, four and runs, two home runs, four strikeouts. He is 4,000, bare minimum, um, against the Mets. Do you have any interest? You know, I I noticed that. You know, there he is, the bare minimum, you know, and I suppose you could make a case if you're looking to get in some of the high-end bats and maybe go with a high-end pitcher, especially on DraftKings, um, that you could. But, you know, I think the Mets stack is firmly in play just because, you know, they've been playing extremely well. And you you look at their lineup, they've got um, some good lefties in there that have been really doing well. And they've been putting up a lot of runs recently. So I think the Mets stack is firmly in play. But if you needed somebody at the bottom – um, to get some stacks in, I, I, I could see doing that too. Alonzo, Conforto, J.D. Davis, all these guys are good against change-ups, um, which definitely worries me a little bit, of, uh, you know, against a guy that's going to throw uh, quite a bit of change-ups against power hitters. And, you know, all these guys hit fastballs well, and, like, he's mm-hmm. going to throw his fastball well. I will say Conforto's numbers go down as, like, the miles an hour go up in the fastballs. Um I'm not saying I have interest in Spencer Howard. I'm not saying that it's crazy to play him either. I played Descafani, yeah. got minus 18. So, um, yep. Mets, Bats, you kind of already talked about them. Uh, you know, I, I think like more of like a secondary stack than like a full-on yes. stack here. I, I highly doubt uh, Jeff McNeil is going to be in the game. Um, I don't know if anybody saw that. Like he made an extraordinary catch um, in left field. In the, uh, in the game against Washington, but, like, he crashed in the wall pretty hard. So, like, maybe we see, like, a better lineup spot for, like, Dom Smith, um, who's 3,500, and he crushes the baseball. So, like, I, I would have a ton of interest in him. Yeah, agreed. Uh, any Phillies bats? No, not at all. You know, I respect uh, DeGrom way too much, so Phillies won't make my, make my list. All right, we got Kyle Wright against Pablo Lopez, Braves, Marlins. Um, hopefully the Braves don't leave their hotel in Miami because Florida is still crazy. Uh, we are crazy. My my state is crazy. Um, <laughs> Kyle Wright, like, this Marlins lineup doesn't look great on paper, but Kyle Wright is not a guy that's going to go out there and overpower anybody. Um, do you have any interest in him? I don't. Um, you know, Miami has been it been playing – you know, pretty decent. Like you said, there's not a lot that, that necessarily scares you, but at the same time, they've been putting up some points. And so I, with, with the slate being as big as it is, I really don't have any interest. Yeah, I, I think he actually ends up being kind of popular here. Um, I was messing around with builds. Like, okay. if you're going to play, like, cores, I think he becomes kind of popular here. Um, so, like, it would be interesting to see, like, what type of ownership he gets uh, because we okay. there's, like – multiple yeah. ways to build on this slate and like i, I see builds that lead to like this yeah. price range and pitcher yeah <laughs> i feel like let people play him i don't know um i don't have a ton of interest in him but i can yeah. see why people would yep i was just looking at that i didn't realize his price was 6500 on dk um obviously no interest on FanDuel, but yeah I, I could see where he could gain some traction because it seems like if you're looking for that pitcher to pay down for he could be in the mix for sure uh, Pablo Lopez on the other side of this game, you know, with Acuna banged up, Albie's out, like Freeman's the one lefty that you're kind of worried about here. Like it, it, he is, he's a really interesting pivot off of Kyle Wright on the other side, like ballpark yeah. upgrade in Miami. 
a lot of righties. We we've seen we've seen it now. Like we have a large enough sample to say like this guy is actually pretty good against right-handed bats. Yep. Yeah, I agree. Actually, I, I definitely have more interest in him. And with him just being a few hundred dollars more, I would definitely go that route than I would the Kyle Wright route. Listen, I don't think any either one of them are safe by any means. It's just like I think that, you know, if you're looking in this range, you want to try to mix it up a little bit. I think he's in play. Uh, but that doesn't mean, like, Freeman's not a great one-off. Um, yeah. You know, if you're building a stack where you need a first baseman as a one-off, like, Freeman's always a top play at first base. Yep, absolutely. I hate when, like, MLB at bat, like, sends out notifications for a guy throwing a no-no. You don't talk about no-nos. Like, that's no, you ungu- don't. I just saw that. <laughs> aye, aye. Uh, is there anybody else from Atlanta that you like here? No, and like you said, they're missing a couple of their key bats on there. Um, so, yeah, nobody – and besides Freeman, nobody else really sticks out. Do you know the Braves lead baseball in Woba against Ryan in p- pitching this season? It doesn't feel like it because they're not striking out. But, yeah, yeah. like I was, I was looking at it before the, that we started, and, like, I was shocked by that. But, yeah, they, they lead the league in Woba against Ryan in pitching, so – um interesting. listen miami like oh, nobody's gonna play miami today not on the 13 game or i guess it'd be a 12 game slate because the cardinals game but like miami's kind of cheap here going up against kyle wright do you have any interest in the marlins you know i i i, I don't think i will probably play them personally but i could see how you could get to them um yeah they do i mean i know jesus aguilar has been having a really good season and anderson and you know they have a few players in their lineups that have been seemingly putting up some runs. So I can see how you get there. I, I don't think that I'll be playing them as a stack though or anything like that tomorrow. Let this roof be open. Oh man. Let the <laughs> roof be open in Miami. If the roof is open in Miami, Anderson, Dickerson, VR, Agler, Joyce, um, cervelli has been crushing the baseball for some like yep. odd reason. Like I know, I know just, just let the roof be open in Miami. If the roof is open in Miami, it completely changes how I look at this game because it is super hot in Florida. Um, Absolutely. Let's move on. We got Pittsburgh at Cincinnati. Chad, the cool man cool against Sonny Gray. Uh, any interest here in Chad Cool? I have no interest in Chad Cool. No, I really don't. Um, not something I'm in considering. Yeah, like we really haven't seen much of Chad Cool um, or injured last season. Looked looked really decent in his first start back. Um, but this is a game where I feel like we're going to have some weather concerns and probably not going to end up playing Chad Cool. Um, but like I don't I don't expect him to go deep in the game either. Like, give me Pablo Lopez at risky more risk than like Chad Cool throwing you know sixty pitches, sixty five, maybe seventy pitches. Um, Sonny Gray on the other side, like if the weather's okay, Pittsburgh's the second worst offense in baseball yeah. against right-handed pitching. It's it's an interesting spot for him. Yeah, exactly. No, I, I do like him. I mean, he's a they're they're a big favorite, of course, and Sonny Gray is certainly interesting. Like you said, as soon as I saw the forty-five percent chance of rain and some weather issues, um, that makes it probably a little bit more difficult. But yeah, he he's certainly if if the weather um, clears up and it looks like it's going to be good, I could see using some Sonny Gray. Yeah, definitely going to have to watch the weather. Uh, not the greatest ballpark in the world. Um, obviously, this ballpark, very pitcher or hitter friendly. Um, you know, the Pittsburgh Bats, I think Moran, Bell, Frazier as one-offs, but, like, I'm not going to go out of my way playing these guys. Exactly. Um, any interest in the Cincinnati Bats here? Um, they were, You know, kind of at first glance, when I looked at things tonight, they didn't really make the cut um, as far as some stacks that I was considering. But, you know, I mean, they have some – I mean, Castellanos has been um, hitting the ball really, really well this year. And I can see, you know, there's maybe a couple plays on the team that you could use as maybe some one-offs, but not someone that I'm considering, I guess, for a stack. Yeah, there's just nobody, like, I'll say Shogo at 3K if he bats leadoff. That's about the only guy that I have any kind of interest in. Like, I don't play Votto at first base. He beats me every once in a while. Barnhart's <laughs> interesting at 2,900, but, like, I would be looking at, like, cheap bats from Cincinnati just trying to yeah. hope to get something. That's about it. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, Cleveland at Detroit. Aaron Savelle against Ivan Nova. Um, yeah. Savelle, any interest in him? You know, I do have some interest in Savelle. I mean, he's, you know, he's going up against Detroit and, um, you know, pretty good favorite there, too. And he's been pitching pretty well. So, I mean, I definitely think he's in consideration. It's my favorite pitcher on the slate. 
Is it like, awesome? Cool. Shouldn't shouldn't shock anybody. I love picking yeah. on Detroit. Yeah. Like this know, this offense is just I know. They're so bad. Um yep. like the one guy that's been hitting the ball in this offense this season is Jacoby Jones and he hits ninth. And yeah. like yeah. The collective strikeout rate for the projected starters are just so insanely high. Yeah. This guy just, man, this is a great spot. The Detroit Tigers lead baseball with a 31% strikeout rate against right-handed pitching this season. Like, exactly. I love this spot. Like, I yeah, feel like, I too. What, like my plan was to go Flaherty, Seville, um, but, you know, obviously that's going to change. Um, so, like, I'll have to kind of rethink what I want to do, but I do think there's a plenty of options on the slate to go kind of like to mid-tier yeah. as much as I like DeGrom and Cole. Um, yep. But, yeah, I, I like him a ton in this spot. Awesome. I'm glad to hear you say that because, yeah, he was probably the first one that stood out to me as well. And like I said, I, there's a couple other mid-tier pitchers I'm, I'm kind of excited to see your take on too to see, um, see what your thoughts are. But, yeah, I absolutely love him too in a fantastic spot. Like you said, can't, doesn't get much better going up against Detroit. Yeah, there's just not a lot of power, not a lot of people that are going to, like, full-on beat you. Um, I know you play a lot on FanDuel. Like, mm-hmm. I, I love DeGrom and Cole, but, like, this dude is over a 2000 almost a $2,000 discount um, to those guys. And, like, absolutely, I feel like he has to really struggle to not get a quality start and a win in this spot. So, like, I really like him. Um, on the other side, Ivan Nova <laughs> – um <laughs> man i love stacking against ivanova getting frustrated because like he has a decent game and like beats me but um i'll have zero ivanova in this spot oh same same in fact you know i i like cleveland a lot for a stack i mean i think you know you know looking at their order I, they, they can pop off at any time too i don't necessarily always get them right but i, I definitely have interest in in cleveland you know jose ramirez and lindora and santana i mean they've got especially the top of their lineup there. They can, they can definitely do some damage. I don't mind going down to um, like to some of these cheaper bats, like a Zimmer, um, like any of these guys that are cheap. So just going to have to kind of wait and see what the lineup looks like. But um, you know, Carlos Santana at 4,300 Fran Reyes, like Reyes is just such a great play here. It's a great play. Absolutely. Um. I have zero interest in Detroit. CJ Crone was the only guy that like I would even consider and he's on the IL like zero interest in Detroit. Yep, exactly. Yeah. Crone and scope just because I mean, they played for the twins. So I watched them a lot last year and you're right. I mean, one's on the DL. There's just not much to like in the Detroit lineup. Yeah. Like, I think scope and Crone are both good hitters. It's just not the spot. Right. Um, Washington at Baltimore, Steven Strasburg against Tommy Malone. Um, any interest in Strasburg? You know, I don't, I know, um, I think, you know, pricing wise, I know FanDuel, I think he was maybe 9k or so. And I'm trying to remember what he was on DraftKings. Um, shortest prices, I guess, but I, I just really don't. Oh, this game's not my... even on the slate. We're moving on. Um, I okay. forgot that this was the game. Like this is the second, oh, I guess it's on FanDuel slate. So we could talk about it really quick, but, okay. um, yeah. it's that second half of that, like, uh, double header type spot where they're finishing the, the suspended game, but he's nine K on FanDuel. My biggest concern with Steven Strasburg is like, how much is he going to pitch? Well, that's just it. And, you know, I think, what did he say? He had some problems with like the nerve irritation, you know, in his hand. Um, I don't know. I just, yeah, a little bit worried about that and how, how deep will he pitch and things like that. So again, there's so many other pitchers in consideration that are right, right around that same price range that I don't think he's worth taking a shot on. Listen, like usually it would be dreaming about Steven Strasburg pitching against Baltimore, but like, I'm yeah. really worried about like everything that you said with like the nerve and him feeling it in the fifth inning. Like I feel like they're going to, they're going to wear like kid gloves with him right now. And then like yep. Tommy Malone on the other side of this game, Washington's one of the hotter offenses in baseball right now. And Tommy Malone is more of a pitch to contact. guy. I have zero interest in Tommy Malone. Yeah, same. Yeah, exactly. Right. And you're, and you're right. Washington has been playing um, really well. And, and on FanDuel in particular, you can get Trey Turner and some of those guys for, for pretty good prices. So they're definitely in consideration. Yeah, you mentioned, you know, Trey Turner. Um, like, all these guys outside of Juan Soto are super cheap. So, like, if you're playing mm-hmm. on FanDuel and you, like, yeah. need fillers, like, Howie Kendrick's 2,900, um, Castro's 2,700. So, yep. plenty of cheaper bats here. 
um, to kind of attack, um, you know, this team. Exactly. Uh, and then the other side, I got the Baltimore bats. Like, even though I don't like Strasburg, I'm probably going to pass on playing the Baltimore bats here. Yeah. Same. You know, Baltimore has been, you know, hitting a little bit better than we traditionally think that they do, but yeah, no interest, you know, going up against Strasburg. All right. Kansas city Royals, Minnesota twins, Jacob Junis against Jake Odorizzi. Um, any interest here in Junis? Uh, no, I don't have any interest in Junis. Um, you know, we're kind of twins, uh, twins fans over here. So, uh, um, you know, more interest in playing the twins than, than I would at taking a shot on Junis. My, my problem for Junis is like, this is going to be his third start of the season. And like, he just pitched against this team like six or seven days ago. And like, that's, I, I hate that. Like he's already a guy that gets up a ton of hard contact and like, these guys just seen him like they yep. just seen him. So uh, I'm going to pass on Junis in the spot. Jaco to Rizzi, like, Oh man, like typically I would like this spot for Jaco to Rizzi. Yep. I just don't think he's stretched out. And like, that's super concerning when you're paying 9,400 for a pitcher. You're exactly right. You know, he's a little bit cheaper on the, on the fan duel side, but yeah, you're exactly right. I just, just not yet. He's not completely stretched out. Um, don't feel super comfortable playing him yet, but I think down the road, you know, as he gets things worked out, hopefully someone that we can take a closer look at. Like this is a guy that like spring training and then we had the break and then like, you know, spring training 2.0, then he had like a back injury and mm-hmm. like he missed his first start. Like uh, for me, I need to see, especially on a 13 game slate, I need to see Jake Odorizzi go out and comp- command a game like completely uh, before I pay 9,400 for it. I love the spot, love the price. Um, not going to stack against him or anything here. Like I feel like I respect it. Like if you're playing one offs, maybe like um, Solaire or yeah. Hunter Dozier's back. Um, mm-hmm. But like that's it. Yep. Yep. Nope. I agree with that. Those are super cheap too. Like if you, if you're playing DFS this weekend and like you get a good spot, I don't know who's pitching for the twins this weekend, yeah. but like Hunter Dozier is cheap. Uh, keep an eye on that for sure. Um, any Minnesota bats here? You know, I do. I mean, I always have interest in the twins. I really do. And I mean, boy, we saw them put up just a ton of runs um, yesterday. And I mean, when they get hot, they get hot. Um, and, and, and there's just a lot of players that are hitting the ball. Well, even at the bottom of the order with Byron Buxton, um, really starting to take off and, and hit really well. So, no, I definitely do. And Rosario's getting hot. I know he's had, you know, three home runs or so in the last couple of days as well. Um, so I definitely have some interest in the Twins. As a Twins fan, how, how, how long have you been waiting for this Buxton guy to show up? <laughs> oh, like a long time. <laughs> uh, it feels that way, right? Uh, oh, it's crazy. Time. Uh, I, I like the twins a lot here. I'm not as, I'm not really scared of this Kansas city bullpen. You know, you got Kepler, you got Cruz, Rosario, Polanco's cheap. Um, exactly. Buxton's hitting the ball so well right now that Jake cave <laughs> might not even be in the lineup. So I know, uh, if Buxton's in there at 3,500, even if he's batting ninth, like play the wraparound stack, um, exactly. or play the bottom of the order stack, like Sano's down there. Like it's a ton of power throughout yes. this lineup. Uh, love the twins. Yep. I feel like I say that every day, but, um, Listen, Me too. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're in a great spot this year, it seems like. Yep. Uh, Brewers and Cubs, Brandon Woodruff against Tyler Chatwood. Um, any interest here in Brandon Woodruff? I really don't. Um, you know, I think he's a decent enough pitcher and all, but, uh, you know, I, I have so many interests in so many other pitchers on, on the slate that uh, he's, he's probably not going to make the cut for me. I think both of these guys are in play. I don't like either one of these offenses. We're going to get like eight to 10 mile an hour winds blowing in at Wrigley. Like Woodruff is a guy that he's already gone over 90 pitches, three out of four starts. He hasn't pitched well in his last couple starts, but like he's already, he pitched against Cubs earlier. He's shown that he can have a really big game against Pittsburgh earlier. Like, I'm not super scared of the Cubs lineup as much as like the namesake, you know, you look up and down like their 2020 numbers and I know it's a small sample size, but 35% K rate from Bryant, 30% K rate from Baez, 35% K rate from Schwarber, 32% K rate from Contreras. So like these guys are struggling and like Brandon Woodruff's a guy that over the last couple of years has sat around like a 12% swinging strike rate. He can generate strikeouts. So like I have some interest in him. And then, like, Tyler Chatwood on the other side, like, I'm going to continue to pick on the Brewers. Uh, if you listen to the podcast every day, I'm going to pick on them every single day that there's a capable arm. I know Chatwood 
Got absolutely rocked in his last start. I played him. Yeah. Listen, I touted him yeah, against Kansas know. City. Yep. And I'm going right back to the well. Like, it, he got blown up. It happens. I'm going right back to the well. Yeah. No, absolutely. I was kind of curious to see what you thought on that, too, because, you know, yeah, Chatwood's first couple of games just pitched a gem. Um, got blown he up. He strike- couldn't throw a ball that wasn't right down the middle in that Kansas City game. And it happens. As someone that used to pitch yeah. – it happens. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. So no, I, I, I agree with you on that. I mean, he's, he's done some work over the off season and I know those first couple of games, I mean, his strikeout rate was, I mean, 40%. So, I mean, he's, yeah, like you said, he was just missing on the strikes and missing um, at that last game, but he's definitely someone in consideration. Jacob DeGrom would struggle if he had a 750 BABIP in one game. Like anybody, yeah. any pitcher that has yeah. a 750 BABIP in one game is going to struggle. Yeah. Like, it happens. Um, every like every every pitch that he threw, it just everything was falling in. Like it happens. He got rocked. I took the L that day, and I moved on. And I move on to this spot where I absolutely love him. So he's one of those guys that like you can play him in like Civio and like have around four K left over, and there's plenty of value out there on a thirteen game slate. So um, I really like him in this spot. I have zero interest in the bats in this game. I want nothing from either side. Same. Yep. Same. Nope. I I completely agree. And. And what I'm hoping with chat with is people, you know, for the, the people that are just looking at the logs and things like that, see his last game and it might scare them away. So um, I think you're exactly right. He's someone, someone for us to add to the list. I guess I should say Yelich. He's under 5K. Anytime Christian Yelich is under 5K, like we should mention him. Um, so I'm going to mention Christian Yelich because he's under 5K, but um, that's all I'm going to do. So, um, And you said you didn't have any interest either, right? No, I don't have any interest either in the bats. Yep. Like you said, wind blowing in, more of a pitcher's game. So, As the eight-game regular season is coming to an end, teams are still jockeying for the final few playoff spots. And while the players are bringing the action on the court, DraftKings, the leader in one-day fantasy sports, is bringing the action to you with huge daily f- fantasy contests every day. DraftKings has paid out over $7 billion to, dollars to its players, so they know a thing or two about a big payday. If you haven't tried it yet, fantasy basketball is easy to play. Just pick eight players, stand to the salary cap, and pilot points for three-pointers, rebounds, assists, and more. There's no better way to put your fantasy basketball knowledge to the test than to compete for a share of millions of dollars. In addition to this week's basketball action, there's huge MMA contests this weekend with some of the sport's biggest names stepping into the spotlight. To celebrate this huge event, DraftKings is giving new users a free shot at $1 million in total prizes. Call Download the DraftKings app now and use promo code GRIND to get a shot at millions of dollars in total prizes for this week's Daily Fantasy Contest. That's promo code GRIND to get a shot at millions of dollars in total prizes only at DraftKings. Minimum $5 deposit required. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Course Field, we got the Rangers and the Rockies. Lance Lynn and Ryan Castellini. Um... I guess that's how you say his name. I know he is talented, but we'll see. Mm -hmm. Um, Do you have any interest here in Lance Lynn? You know, he's not someone that I'm going to play, but I mean, I do respect that he has uh, been pitching, pitching fairly well this year. And uh, um, yeah, so I don't think it's someone that I'm going to consider considering the discourse field and all, but uh, that's interesting to see him really do pretty good this year. Yeah, he gives up a lot of hard contact, and, like, that obviously is something that we want to target in cores, but, like, he's always been really good against righties, and, like, the guys that you want from the Rockies usually are Story and Arenado, so, like, mm-hmm. maybe, like, Blackman or Murphy, but maybe Dahl, but, yeah, I don't have a ton of interest either way here. Um, and then on the Texas side, you know, Castellini made his um, major league debut. Um, yeah against Seattle and, and pitch really well in four innings. But like, obviously that was Seattle. That was not in cores. I will say this. Um, do you want to, you want to guess like Texas is the lowest amount of home runs against right-handed pitching this season. You want to guess how many home runs they have against righties this year? Oh gosh, boy. I, <laughs> I don't even know. I wouldn't even know what to venture. They have five. The St. Louis five? Cardinals have six and they've played what? Five games. Um, five. So wow. In 338 at-bats for the St. Louis Cardinals this season, they have five home runs against right-handed pitching. So uh, they're not striking out, but their power numbers are bottom, bottom, bottom. Their WRC plus is bottom, bottom, bottom. Um, So 
Listen, they have some positive regression coming in a couple uh, batters, but like they are struggling right now. Um, listen, I'm not playing Castellini here, but I wanted to throw it out that because like I'm not on expert survey today, and I always find those little like tidbit stats to be interesting. Yeah. So, um, let's talk Texas bats. Like obviously, Joey Gallo is a beast. Um, they're not like Joey Gallo is expensive on DraftKings, but like. You're getting some of these guys like Chu is 4,700. I think like he is potential cash game play. Um, Greg Bird, if he's in the lineup, he's 4,600. We saw him a lot with the Yankees. So like Mm -hmm. there's some bats. Willie Calhoun's 4,200. Like he's another guy that you could potentially play in like cash games. Like there's some cheaper Texas bats here. Yeah, I did notice that, and and I do. I, I have interest. I think, you know, I, I, I like Calhoun, and he's, his price is good. His price is pretty good on, on FanDuel as well. But, yeah, you throw him and Gallo and, and Chew, and like you said, if Bird makes the lineup, um, yeah, you can have a pretty good little stack there for, for a decent price too. I will also throw out Derek Dietrich, um, just signed with the team. Oh, came, yeah. came up right. his first His first game, three for three with a double and a stolen base. Um, he is 4,200. Um, yeah. He's 3,300 over there on FanDuel. So, like, he is really cheap across the industry. So, like, I wanted to throw yeah. Derek Dietrich out there, too. Uh, so, there Same are one. bats for Texas that I like. Um, Rockies, I kind of already talked about, like, Blackman and Murphy. Is there anybody else that you like here? No, I, yeah, same with me, more interested in the lefties, and, and, and Blackman's been doing phenomenal this year. I mean, he's leading a lot of different categories um, and, and, and coming out real strong. But, yeah, it'd mostly be him or Murphy or, like you said, maybe even Dahl, but he's been batting a little bit down on the order too. So probably more interest on the Texas side. All right, we move on. we got the Mariners and the Astros. Uh, Yusei Kikuchi against Framber Valdez. Um, I'm seeing mixed reports on, like, who could start for Houston, but right now – Looks like it's going to be Valdez. Um, do you have any interest here in <laughs> – you say Kikuchi, sorry. <laughs> in Kiku- or, yeah, Kikuchi, uh, no, I don't. Um, well, he's cheap, but, like, I, it just it's hard to trust left-handed pitchers against Houston. Um, a lot of five-run runs against them earlier this year. Exactly. He's super cheap but uh, don't think I'm going to pull the trigger on him. Uh, Valdez, any interest in him? You know, I do have interest in him. Um, if he does indeed pitch, and I guess I didn't realize that he might not um, necessarily be the starter, but if he is the starter, um, I do have interest. You know, the Seattle lineup doesn't scare me, and um, I think he's done a pretty good job pitching so far um, from what I've seen this year. We've seen him top 100 pitches already. Like, that is all I needed to see. Um, from him, I think that this is a great spot. A lot of the power from this team, um, you know, is the left side with Seager. And I wouldn't even say, like, Crawford's a power bat. But, like, Nola Nola and Seager are, like, the two guys I'm worried about. And, like, even when we, we see Valdez a little last year, like, he was very good against lefties. Um, yep. Has a three-pitch three mix. So, like – He's the other guy that I really like in this range. Like, if I'm not playing Chatwood, um, yep. Valdez yep. is the other guy that I'm looking at. So, like, that's yep. why, like, I, as much as I love DeGrom and Cole, like, there's three other guys in this, like, I wouldn't say, like, mid-tier, but, like, upper mid-tier, like, yep. right below the elite guys that are in play. Um, is there any Seattle bats that you like here? No, no, because I, you know, just like you, I have interest in, in Valdez as a pitcher. And, you know, yeah, I'm, I'm thinking a lot like you today where, you know, I, I like those pitchers, not that we don't, like you said, like DeGrom and, and uh, Cole and things like that, but there's, there's two or three good pitchers here, and, and he would be one of them that uh, I'm definitely, in, definitely considering playing. I will say Austin Nola is 3,100, and he hits left-handed pitching well, but he is just hitting True. the ball well. And he hits in, like, the top five of the lineup. He's on the road. Like, yep. I wouldn't even hate, like, having Valdez and Nola on the same team because yeah. he's so cheap. So, um, I know that's not something you want to typically do on a 13-game slate. But, like, even – like, say if you're playing other people, like, Nola needs to be in consideration um, at mm-hmm. this price. Um, Houston Bats uh, against Kikuchi. Any of the interest in these guys? Yeah, I do. I have a lot of interest. I mean, you look at the right hand. I mean, they have just some awesome right-handed bats there. And Springer's back in the lineup now, too. So, Altuve, Bregman, 
you know, even Gary L's been hitting um, pretty well too, and they're just loaded with talent, you know, top to bottom. So a lot of interest there for sure for Houston. Yeah, I'm with you. Um, I think they're definitely one of the top stacks um, on the slate. Mm -hmm. So, Mm -hmm. and like people have been playing Kikuchi a little bit, so maybe they go a little on their own, but like you have to pay for these guys. Uh, Bregman's expensive, Altuve's expensive, Gary L, um, Springer, they're both, all these guys are over 4,500. So like you're paying for them. I want to mention, um, I talked about Nola. I think Molinado on the other side um, yeah, yeah. Is, is very much in play too. Has home runs in two of his last three games. And um, yeah. he's, it's catchers that are cheap. Yeah. Welcome to the morning grind. Um, I talk <laughs> about those guys all the time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, up next, we got the Dodgers and the Angels. Clayton Kershaw against Patrick Sandoval. Um, what's your thoughts here when it comes to Clayton Kershaw? You know – I played him the last time out. I, I really don't um, have a lot of interest in him because, again, you know, I think if I was going to go up to the mid-tier, I'm probably leaning toward Cole um, or DeGrom um, over, like, a Kershaw. You know, I mean, going up against Trout and some of the – and Rendon and some of those right-handed bats, I mean, I think he's going to struggle. So I just really don't have a whole lot of interest in Kershaw in this particular matchup. Yeah, it's really hard to pay 10-6 for a guy that, like, Dave Roberts is the coach. Um, mm-hmm, and you have five mm-hmm. guys, five guys exactly. in the top, like, six or seven spots that have strikeout rates under 20% against left-handed pitching. Like, Fletcher doesn't crush people, but, like, he he works the counts. He's like Eric yes. Sogard. Like, these guys yeah, are just yeah. frustrating. So, um, yep. Trout, Rendon add two big bats. Pulhos doesn't strike out against lefties. Um, it's just – it's a tough matchup for Kershaw. I would much rather play DeGrom or Cole. Uh, Patrick Sandoval on the other side. Like, the Dodgers have been ice cold. Um, but, like, Patrick Sandoval is not a guy that I typically, like, play or will play a lot of. Yeah, same, exactly. And I, I, I definitely have interest in, um, you know, the Dodgers' bat. So like you said, they've been cold, but boy, I mean, when they get hot and get things going, and I know Seager's back in the lineup, and his numbers have actually been really, really good this year. I know it's a lefty-lefty matchup, but, um, you know, I think they have the potential to pop and uh, definitely should be in, in consideration when looking at some stacks. Let's talk Dodgers-Bats. Um, I'll let you kick it off here. You kind of already started talking about them, so just finish thoughts on them. Yeah, exactly. You know, I mean – Going up against a left-handed pitcher, you know, you've got, I mean, there's, you've got Betts and, and Pollock. And if you look at Pollock too, even on DraftKings, he's, I mean, really super cheap. I want to say he's like $3,400, $3,300. So you can, you can make a lot of things work there. And then of course you have Justin Turner and, you know, throwing Bellinger and Muncie in the mix too. Um, you've got a pretty potent lineup there against somebody that we're not scared of, like you said, in Sandoval. Um, so yes, I definitely do have interest. Yeah, Austin Barnes is cheap. Chris Taylor's cheap. You mentioned Pollock. Yeah. Um, there's plenty of cheap bats here. You know, Kiki should be in there. So like, yeah, that's plenty of ways. Yeah, plenty of ways to attack Sandoval here. Um, and like, I don't hate the lefty lefty matchups. We've only seen Sandoval exactly. a little bit, but exactly. he's given up a ton of power to lefties and doesn't really seem to have that like big strikeout pitch against lefties. So um, you know. His slider is good against lefties, but like I hate seeing like his fastball numbers against lefties. That means like he's not he's not doing well with the fastball against lefties. Only eleven percent whiff rate. So, um, Angels. We kind of already talked about Rendon and Trout. Like those would be the two guys like as one offs. Uh, I'm not gonna go out of my way to pick on Clayton Kershaw, especially like yep. we're not getting we're not getting a discount on these guys. They're both over five k. Yep, I think the exact same way. If, if, if I did anything, I would – yeah, Trout would probably be the only person that I would use, possibly Rendon. But like you said, you're not getting a discount, so there's some other matchups that are a little bit more inviting, I think, um, for tomorrow. Moving on, Padres, Diamondbacks, Denelson Lamette against Merrill Kelly. Um, any interest here in Lamette? I do like Lamette. Um, I think we talked about it last time on the morning grind a little bit, and I think, you know – you and I both kind of liked him, if I remember right. And uh, I definitely do have um, some interest in him. I think he's a good pitcher and, uh, you know, someone to throw in the mix for tomorrow. Yeah, like, you know, he is a guy that really impressed um, against Arizona last time out. And, like, he only threw 83 pitches with 11 strikeouts, was super yes. efficient. My only concern with Lamet in this spot is this is the third time in a month, not even a month, like three weeks that he's facing the same offense. I know, um, I know, I know. 
super concerning, but like overall, like Arizona is definitely a team that like you can kind of pick on right now. They, they don't have a ton of power. Like some of these guys, Calhoun, um, Marte and Escobar, like their numbers suggest that they should be doing better than they are. But like overall their 20, num- the 2020 numbers for these guys uh, are not great. They just don't strike out a ton, but Lamette has figured out a way to like strike them out. So yeah, yeah, exactly right. I, I noticed, you know, he had he struck them out eight times, I think, the first time they played them and 11 the last time. But like you said, it is tough when you're facing them for the third time in a short period of time. I like him. I do not like him more than Savelle Valdez. Like, him yeah. and Chatwood are really close yeah. to each other. Like, yeah. So, like, again, the, the this range is really, really strong today. Mm-hmm. Uh, Merrill Kelly on the other side, like he's had some good starts this year, pitched well um, against this team last time out, but like he's 9,800. We have so many options today. I just, I can't pay this price for him, even though I think he's an okay play. Uh, uh, Yep. I I agree. Um, Yep. He's priced up just a little too high and, you know, obviously respect the Padres. I, I think they have, you know, a very, very, very good offense and, you know, definitely use them when the opportunities are right. But uh, yeah, I'm not going to, I'm not going to be playing him. Like you said, the, that mid range or the tier right under the top tier is way too strong to, to, to really throw him in the mix. Now bats in this game, like I think Tatis, Grisham, Machado, these guys are I interesting. Know, yep. It's just more of like, I feel like it's more of like a three man than like a full five man though. Yeah, nope, I, I agree. And when I was even looking at some of the pricing and kind of going through DraftKings earlier, too, I noticed Grisham, for one, stood out. Um, he's really pretty cheap on DK, if I remember right. 3600 yeah. Okay, yeah, exactly. So, and I'm with you. I always have interest in Tatis and, Tatis and Machado. And so, yeah, I could get behind a, a little three-man stack in there for sure. And I'm just going to keep playing Cronenworth until he's over 3K. Like, he's only 2800 yeah. still. Like, he just – yeah. This guy is just a hitting machine. Like yeah. he's ten for his last thirty-one. Like he's yep. just a hitting machine. Like I don't expect him to keep hitting this well, but at twenty-eight hundred, I'll play a hot bat. That's fine with me. So, um, yeah. he's one of the he's one of the cheapies that I really like on this slate. Yep. Uh, yeah, I'm glad you actually brought him up because I've actually been playing him in some of my San Diego stacks, and uh, nobody plays him for one. So it's just awesome to kind of get him in there with some of the other power bats, and uh, he's he's been doing really well. Um, any interest in the Arizona side of this game? No, I don't. Um, you know, like Lamette. Um, so I really don't have any Arizona bats that I'll be targeting I, for tomorrow. Listen, this is the third time he's faced them. And I don't think it's the craziest idea if you're playing like DraftKings, the $15 tournament on DraftKings is 300K, 100K to first. Like if you're playing I, a bunch of teams in that, like, it's so top heavy that like you could take a shot on like a low owned Arizona stack. Um, and this is, this is the third time they've seen this guy. So like, this would be like six, seven, eight at bats for some of these guys against him this season. So, um, I don't hate that stack at all. Um, but that's really the only reason that I would do it. And those are the only types of contests. Like I don't think it's a three entry max or a single entry tournament stack, but I, I do think it's a little interesting in that format. Yep, uh, we finish it out here with the uh, athletics and giants um, Frankie Montas against Johnny Cueto. Uh, any interest in Montas? I do have some interest in Montas actually. Um, you know, I, yeah, I think he's a good pitcher. I know I've used him a little bit this year as well. Um, you know, I go, I know going against the giants, usually people are like, Oh, that's, you know, that's a good, good team to go against. They do have a couple bats in there. I think, you know, with, uh, um, Solano and Yastrzemski that uh, are hitting well and, you know, are a couple people that could probably – or a couple players that could get to him. But I definitely have interest in Montas. Such a good spot for him. Um, again, another pitcher in this range that's just really strong. Um, this yep. is a great spot. Like, there's just no power in this lineup. Like, they don't strike out a ton, but they're not going to beat you with the long ball. Like, Brandon Belt is lost at the plate right now. He has a strikeout rate over 30%. Um, I don't know if it's injury-related or what it is, but he's terrible at the plate right now. And, like, just this the bottom of this order is just so bad that, like, it's just an easy, easy four or five outs at the bottom of this order. Um, I actually like Montas a lot, too. Like, it's hard not to like him in this spot. And this range, again, this range is just so strong on the slate that, like, DeGrom and Cole might be lower-owned than I initially thought. 
it's crazy. So yep, yep. I'm thinking the same thing because yeah, he rates right up there with some of the other pitchers that we we've liked and talked about. So yeah, excited to have. To, to <laughs> I will say from. I have uh, zero um, interest in Johnny Cueto. Yeah, yeah, no, same, absolutely. In fact, I I love Oakland as a stack tomorrow, and um, I think they make a great play. Yeah, shout out to Kirk Dees. Like he's the one that put me on this. Like you really need hard throwing guys against um you know this Oakland team. I think the Oakland stack is very much in play. That we've talked mm-hmm. about it multiple oh. times this season. Like this ballpark, Oracle ballpark is playing so much different with those um like gates, those like like concrete gates like blocked off because they don't want people like looking in the stadium and like gathering and watching the games. They block those off and like this ballpark's playing way different this season. So I actually, I think Oakland is a really interesting play on the slate um, that probably not going to see a ton of ownership at all. Exactly. You know, I, I like to play Oakland a lot and I know they've won me some, some really good GPPs in the, in the last couple of years, because, you know, they're one of the later games. And so people tend to ownership is down for that. But um, there's so many players that I let. I mean, I love Matt Olson and Matt Chapman's been playing well and hitting home runs. And then one of my sneaky guys too, and I think he makes a great play on DraftKings as a one-off is um, Robbie Grossman has been playing really well. And I don't know if you've seen even the last, because maybe the last five games or so, I think he has like three home runs maybe or so, but he's been seeing the ball well and putting up some good points. He's at $2,700 on DK. So um, definitely someone I, I would probably include in stacks too, but yeah, definitely love Oakland. Hits in five straight games, uh, home runs in three of his last five. Uh, like the Grossman call, don't see anybody playing uh, Grossman on this slate, which yep. is fine with me. So, uh, mm-hmm. like that one. Um, I will say, like, on the San Francisco side, Solano is banged up right now, too. So, like, he might not even be in the lineup, okay. which helps Montas even more. It does. Um, like, he's dealing with an admin issue. Um, like, he has been a guy that's just been hitting and hitting and hitting. So, I I don't have any interest in the Giants side of this game, though. Like, Yaz has been cheap on FanDuel. I don't know if he's still cheap. Um, he's 3,600. Yeah. Like, he, he's playable as a one-off over there. Yeah. Yep. It, you're exactly right. Yaz, and, and I didn't realize Solano was as banged up as he was. But and, and he actually, I mean, if you look at the numbers, I mean, he's rating right up there. I mean, he's in good company with Blackman and Trout and some of some of the power hitters out there. So, yeah, if, if he's potentially out and Yaz is really the only one to worry about, yeah, there's, there's, makes me like Montas even more. Yeah, just, um, those numbers scream regression. (laughs) 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 They scream regression. No. Uh (laughs) Um, all right, let's play the morning grind game and then we'll get out of here for the weekend. Um, give me someone under 8K to get six or more strikeouts on this slate. Okay, so under 8K, let me get those guys pulled up here. Um, My favorite's 8,200 now. <laughs> is that right on the... <laughs> yeah, I wish he was a little cheaper. All right. Um, boy, under 8K to get the strikeouts. I'm probably going to go with... Um, oh, yeah, I see what you're talking about because, yeah, I would say him too. Um, maybe go with Lopez. I think he's the option um, for sure. Um Oh, I don't like any of these guys. Um, no, it's pretty bad. <laughs> I don't think any of these guys get there. Uh, give me. Oh, give me Spencer Howard. I still That's don't think call. any of those guys get there. Uh, over eight K to score under fifteen. Who's your bust today? Over okay, so over eight K for a bust. Yep. Um, I'm gonna say Odorizzi. All right. You're two for two on taking the people I was going to take. Um, <laughs> listen, it's in cores. Just give me Lance Lynn. Um, yeah, because he's, he's pitching in cores. Like, he's he's probably my least favorite play. Um, I don't like Kelly either, 9,800. So, like, those would be the two guys. Like, if you don't want me to yeah. take cores pitcher, like, that's the other guy. Um, give me somebody over 4K to hit a home run that's not in Coors Field. That's not in course field over 4K. I'm going to go with um, – you said over 4K? Yep. Let's go – tell you what, I'm going to go with um, 
I'm going to go with Rosario. He's kind of a streaky guy. He's been hitting some home runs, seeing the ball well. So do something a little bit different and go Rosario. I'm going to go Matt Olson, late night hammer. Oh, yeah. Run. Yeah, yeah. I love that. I love that. Didn't think about that. But, yep, love Matt Olson tomorrow. Uh, under 4K to get two hits. Uh, give me a cheap bat to get two hits. I got to go with my guy, Robbie Grossman. I just uh, – I think he's uh, firmly in play to get some hits tomorrow. All right. I'm going to go with Cronenworth. I'm just going to keep taking him. I know I'm going to play him, so, like, I always feel like I want someone I'm going to play. I'm going to definitely play him. So, um, give me a stack, not Coors Field, to score over six runs on the slate. I am going to say, let's see here. I'm going to say Oakland. Oh, that was three for four. Um, four for five. <laughs> four for five. Um, all right, so I liked Oakland a lot. Uh, let me kind of skim really quick. There was another spot that I really liked. I like the Twins. Yep. Um. Oh, Cleveland. Yep. Yeah. They, I, yep. The, I had. Ice cold Cleveland against Detroit Tigers. There we go. Yep. Um. um all right. Any final thoughts before we get out of here? No, I, you know what, the more I think about it, I really like the slate. And like you said, I think we could maybe, you know, see some of those pitchers like uh, Cole and DeGrom come in a little bit on their own because the, the mid-tier and mid-to-upper tier is, is very strong. So I think it's a great slate, and I think it's going to be a lot of fun. I hate Friday slates. Um, I always get super <laughs> excited about Friday slates, and they never turn out the way that you want them to. <laughs> this is one that I really like. Um, I think there is – a ton of options on this slate um a lot of different ways to just you know be different um so you mentioned Corey seager back in lineup he just had a home run so there you oh, go i love that guy. yep i know he's good there you go um all right well that's gonna wrap it up here for friday i hope everyone enjoyed we'll be back monday talking some more baseball hope everyone has an awesome weekend um if you're playing nascar fun weekend we've never been at this racetrack <laughs> in stock cars before so uh, a lot of work to do, uh, so make sure you guys are heading over to the NASCAR package. Uh, that's wrapping it up. We'll see you guys Monday. Have a great weekend.